Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alvern and my focus is to help ethical female entrepreneurs become more visible using organic marketing strategies so that they can scale their business quickly and gain the time freedom they need with their loved ones. In today's episode, we'll be looking at over 47 work-from-home jobs for beginners, no experience required. Have you been looking for a work-from-home job as a beginner? Every few years, there seem to be issues that affect cities or countries where a country or city needs to go on lockdown. Let me know if this sounds familiar. You know that job security is no longer promised, and every year you wish that you can find a work-from-home option. One that is recession-proof, crisis-proof, and even one that would replace your full-time income. The truth is that it is very difficult to find something that is recession-proof, except for something like rental properties, which continue to be a good investment during a recession. However, finding a work-from-home job or opportunity where you don't need to meet people face-to-face is great, especially during a crisis. So in this particular episode, you will learn about over 47 different jobs that you can do from home, even with social distancing. All right, so what are the benefits of working from home anyway? Well, if you never considered working remotely or from home, before. This should help you understand the benefits. People who have young children, health-related challenges, disabilities, or even a child or children who needs to be homeschooled will get this right away. You see, we live in a world that is not at all perfect, which means that we are all different and unique in one way or another. This diversity means that some of us are unable to do regular 9-to-5 job, so a work-from-home option would be more suitable. If there is one thing I wished for when my children were younger is that the ability to work from home or work remotely while spending more time with my children and loved ones. The internet and the advancement of technology over the last 20 years is making it possible to work from virtually anywhere in the world. Work from home benefits include a shorter commute to your home office, the ability to supervise older children at home, reduced childcare costs, low-cost meals, better work-from-home or work-life, should I say, balance options, flexible work hours, lower stress levels. So as you can see, the the advantages of working from home can be quite attractive for families with children. So what kind of work-from-home equipment is required? The thought of working outside of a standard office can be quite daunting for some people as they are unsure about what is needed to get started. At this point, it is pretty obvious that not all jobs can be done remotely or from home. There are only certain kinds of jobs that require a few basic items, which means you are ready to get started right away. Here are a list of those items. A modern computer like a Mac or PC, voice over IP, telephone, headset with microphone, office desk or standard office desk, an ergonomic chair, great natural lighting where possible, and fast internet access. Some roles will require you to make and receive calls while others only require email and text message communication. 
you may come across some that need you to have a physical landline number as well. It is important for you as an employee or freelance worker to have the best equipment to avoid health and safety risks. So let's spend some time looking at over 47 jobs that you can do from home when, even when faced with a national crisis. Many of them would have suggested places where you can start applying right away so that you can get started in a matter of weeks. At number one, we've got video editing. Small business owners are aware that in order to be competitive in today's market, they need to use video in their marketing mix. The biggest challenge that small businesses face is finding time to edit those videos to perfection. This is where you come in as someone who can potentially help them. All you need is video editing software like Adobe Spark, Adobe Premiere, Filmora, iMovie, or as well as the video to be edited from the client. It will help if you have experience editing video or the ability to craft a great story. I've left a link in the show notes where you can get a great resource to find video editing jobs. Head on over to successunscramble.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. You can expect to make $2,400 a month working 20 hours a week doing video editing. I've also left a link in the show notes where you can get up to date or to, to hone your video editing skills. At number two, we've got video creation. The demand to create animated videos is hugely is huge simply because there are so many people who are influenced. These videos are also known as explainer videos or whiteboard animation, and they have the ability to keep your clients engaged quite quickly. They prefer not to do a talking head video but to have a story of their brand told via animation. If you are good at animation, then this is a perfect way for you to generate an income from home. A great application to get started is one called Doodly. I have left a link in show notes where there's a site that offers tons of video explainer jobs. You can head on over to successunscramble.com, work from home jobs for beginners, where you'll be able to see that information. On average, you can expect to charge between $1,000 and $4,000 for a one to two minute animation video. I've also left a link in the show notes where you can find uh, courses in case you want to brush up on your video explainer skills. At number three, we've got video SEO. This may seem strange, but simply placing a video on YouTube without optimizing it to get views is not the best idea. You see, unless you are a celebrity or have an established tribe, it does mean using a digital strategy known as search engine optimization to get your video seen. If you have experience or knowledge about how to get YouTube videos found, then this is the perfect gig for you to choose. There is the option to take a quick course so that you can learn how to do this for your clients. Head on over to the show notes and you get a link to the course there. And on average, you can earn between $100 and $500 per video. At number four, we've got video, sorry, we've got food photography. If you love food and photography, then this may be of interest to you. There is a high demand in the market for better photos of food. Therefore, if you feel that is something that you can do, then go for it. 
It does require some specialist equipment like great lighting as well as food photography pops, props like chopping boards and, you know, anything that you can think of that would go well with food, knives, um, marble worktops. Um, you can think of many things. A number of specialist tripods are also available to take photos uh, at the best angles. Taking a food photography course to brush up on your skills is also a great idea. You can easily start by charging $100 an hour just to ensure that you invest in a number of visually appealing props. Okay, at number five, we've got product photography. So this is very similar to food photography, but the major difference is that you will not need to cook any food. A small business will send you different products for you to photograph at home, and all you need to do is send them the images. Like food photography, you will need to acquire a number of specialist photography fo photography props. It will boost your confidence to take a product photography course to give you the best results for your clients. You can join a company, I've left a link in the show notes, that, that actually hires food photographers to do photo shoots. I've also left a link in the show notes um, for product photography courses. At number six, we've got writing. The area of writing can be quite broad, so it would be up to you to decide if you want or if you'd like to focus on a few specific niches. This is a good work from home job for beginners because you don't need a lot of experience writing. There are also many writing styles as well as niches that there will be a small business that needs your particular skills. Be sure to use a tool like Grammarly to help you with editing, but other than that, you can get started right away. The current growing accepted rate is between 10 cent and 15 cent per word, which means for a 1,000 word article, you'll be paid 100 bucks. I've left a link in the show notes. We'll give you a link to a great resource where you can find competitive writing jobs. I've also left a link in the show notes where you can grab a course on how to improve your writing skills. At number seven, we've got proofreading. It may surprise you, but there is quite a high demand in the market for people who can read other people's work and make corrections. This is especially useful if a small business needs someone to proofread an article or post that is 5,000 to 10,000 words long. Can you imagine writing a 5,000 word post and spending time editing it? I can tell you from experience that this task can be very daunting as I did it only a few months ago and recently as well. If you have a keen eye for grammatical errors and having all the nouns and adjectives in all the correct places, then this might be something you'll enjoy. To get started, you can check out the link I've left in the show notes, show notes which gives you an introduction to proofreading course. You can expect to make about $32,000 a year, and I've also left another link to another course that you can take advantage of. At number eight, we've got copywriting. So do you have a way with words? There are so many people around the world with a natural gift for copywriting. In case you have no idea or never heard of copywriting, it involves being able to sell a product or service using words. If you ever read a sales page, an advertisement, or purchase anything online, then you might have very well be exposed to copy copywriting. It is the one thing that businesses use to get more new customers. This skill is in high demand, 
and your customer or client can expect to pay $5,000 for a single sales page. Sales page. Yes, that's $5,000. So the average income per sales page is about $5,000. Obviously, people might get you to write other things like an email sequence or um, maybe just web copy or anything like that. But on average, you're looking at about $5,000 for a single sales page. At number nine, we've got blogging. The one work from home opportunity that has the what I would probably consider the lowest barrier to entry, or maybe writing is the lowest. I don't know. Um, it will have to be blogging. All you have, all you need to get started is a website and the ability to write new blog posts on a regular basis. If you always wanted to get started with blogging, but you are not quite sure where to start, here are a few resources that I've left in the show notes that shows you how to easily find a blog niche, how to grab hot niche markets how to find a cool blog name, how to find authentic blog topics. You can also have the ability to join a 10-day Startup Blog Challenge. As you can imagine, there is no experience required to get started, but you will need a lot of patience and perseverance if this is all new to you. The average income for professional bloggers is about $7,000 a month. You can also find in the show notes a link to they start a 10-day blog challenge course. At number 10, we've got foot photography. Do you have lovely feet? Every time I think about this work-from-home job for beginners, all I can think of is the Eddie Murphy movie called Boomerang. Have you ever heard of the movie called Boomerang, where he, Eddie Murphy, is looking for a woman, woman with beautiful feet? Well, if you have beautiful feet and shoes, there are many businesses looking for images of feet. Yes, there are some people who have what is known as a fetish for feet, but I'm not referring to that as a job. I have left an image in the show notes that shows you pictures that I've found on Pinterest that will give you inspiration as to the kind of foot photography required online. You can expect to make an average of $100 per hour um, doing foot photography. At number 11, we've got calligraphy. While I was a child, I really enjoyed writing beautiful, beautifully for many years. I do remember my aunts and uncles commenting on how beautiful my handwriting was back then. Now, my handwriting is absolutely terrible or even non-existent. Encourage your children to write beautifully as it is a valuable skill that generates an income. The good news is that if you are inclined to become a calligraphy artist or calligrapher, but you need to hone your skills. There are several courses available that is uh, quite low cost. In case you're wondering uh, where to sell your calligraphy skills, think of wedding invitations and all the things related to wedding. You can expect to uh, be, pay be paid an average $125 for a small wedding with 50 guests. And then, sorry, for a small wedding with 50 guests, and that's just for the envelopes. But if you want to do the place cards, the handwriting for the menus, the invitations, and the envelopes, you're looking at 500 bucks for a small wedding. Illustrator is up next at number 12. If you are one of my regular readers, you know that I often talk about the fact that I'm no good at art. In fact, this special skill is what my daughter does every single day of the week. I would love to have the opportunity to sit down for two months and learn how to become an illustrator. But I just don't have the time. In case you're wondering what you can do to generate an income online as an illustrator, then you can take a look at what I've left in the show notes. I have got pictures from 
uh, my good friend Angela from Strakels, where she offers avatars and portraits illustrations. Angela also has a course where you can learn to become an illustrator in no time. I've left a link in the show notes. The average salaries per year is around $40,000. Graphic design is in at number 13. The area of graphic design is quite broad and it can include calligraphy and illustration under this umbrella. However, not all graphic designers do either of those areas. In fact, you are probably more familiar with graphic designers doing the following. Logos, letterheads, posters, business cards and brochures. If you think that this is something that you can do working from home, then it doesn't take much to get started. All you need to do is create five logos for small business or five different small businesses for free as pro bono work and get them to send you over testimonials and you're ready to take new orders. The average salary a year for graphic design designers is around 44,000. And you can, I've left a link in the show notes where you can um, brush up on your graphic design skills. Uh, just head on over to success on scramble.com forward slash work from home for beginners. Web design is in at number 14. Some graphic designers also do web design as part of their portfolio of services. If you are new to this area, then web designer is some someone who literally designs your website for you. It means that your design would be unique to you and your business and prices normally start at $5,000 for a single website. Uh, a list of web design courses is available in the show notes. Um, so check it out there by heading over to successonscramble.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. Social media manager is in at number 15. If you have been using the internet or social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for a while, then you are aware of the impact of social media. Small business owners need to be constantly promoting their brand as well as products and services to get new customers. One of the benefits of social media marketing is that you can get direct feedback and sentiment from social platforms on your content right away. The thing that is that small business owners don't have time for this level of engagement with their marketing. So they need help from someone like you and me. Are you one of those people who have the natural ability to grow a following or an audience on social? If yes, then it doesn't take much to get started as a social media manager. Simply do some pro bono work and you will be off to a flying start. The average income for social media manager is around $63,000 a year. And I've left a link in the show notes where you can brush up on your social media skills. 16, we've got digital strategists. As the name suggests, a digital strategist is someone who looks at the entire digital marketing strategy of a business. This includes both digital marketing and digital media. The area of digital marketing is very broad. To give you a flavor for it, it encompasses digital activities, creative formats, and the actual messaging itself. On the other hand, digital media looks at the channels through which you do these activities, formats, and messaging. The key role of a digital strategist involves looking at the overall objectives uh, of a business, the channels that they're going to be using, the content that they've created, paid activity, as well as tactics for each of the channels to be used. As a digital strategist, you can choose to specialize in one specific area like marketing on Twitter or marketing on Instagram, both free and paid um, advertising. The average income of a digital strategist 
is about $44,000 a year. Okay, so at number 17, we've got Facebook Ads Manager. The demand for Facebook Ads Specialist is quite high simply because of the access to the audiences that reside on Facebook. It's so rich. Unlike the insights available on Google, Facebook has a rich data set that can be used for small businesses to easily reach their intended audience. You can be super targeted. Facebook's ads has have proven, proven to be a lot cheaper compared to many other digital platforms like um, banners and uh, Google ads. Many small businesses have said that their, their per lead cost can be low as $0.08 cents per lead on Facebook. Of course, the best performing Facebook ads are the ones that have funnels that are optimized to bring awesome conversion rates. As a Facebook ad ma ads manager, you can expect to earn $2,500 a month per client. I've left a link in the show notes as well that gives you access to courses where you can brush up on your skills as a Facebook ads manager. The next best platform for paid ads is Pinterest. So the next um, role at number 18 is a Pinterest ads manager. The majority of marketers and bloggers use Pinterest for free. However, the best way to get faster results on Pinterest is by using something called promoted pins. This feature is useful if you are launching a product or service and you need to get conversions quickly. If you're interested in becoming a specialist focused on Pinterest ads, then you can take a look at the course. I've left a link in the show notes. Monica is one of the leading specialists when it comes to promoted pins. You can expect to be paid $1,000 per month per client with Pinterest ads or as a Pinterest ads manager. At number 19, we've got a funnel hacker or funnel builder. You might be thinking, what on earth is a funnel hacker? Well, <laughs> these are people whose job focuses on conversion rate optimization to get you a higher return on your ad spend. Actually, let me back up a bit and explain what a funnel is. I want you to think of the process you go through whenever you make a purchase on Amazon. It may start with adding the item to your cart, then you'll enter your delivery address followed by your credit card details. And all through that process, you may have noticed several prompts where Amazon tries to get you to purchase additional items or gift wrapping or to um, save your credit card details or all sorts of things that Amazon gets you to do. Uh, the, the point here is, essentially that that process is called funnel hacking where or funnel building where um, Amazon has hired someone specially to take, keep tweaking that funnel so they can get a much more higher return whenever someone makes a single purchase or increase the attach rate. If you want a way to improve the conversions on your website or become a better funnel hacker, feel free to check out the course, a funneling course that I've left a link in the show notes head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. On average, the income for a funnel hacker or funnel builder is $100,000 per year. At number 20, we've got a customer service agent. There are many people who are panicking because they believe that robots are going to replace humans in a very short space of time. However, robotics as a technology is not at the point where they can handle customer service requirements. This means that you can work from home as a beginner in the area of customer services. Now, in saying that, you do have um, chatbots where people can do 
um, customer service via chatbots, but that it, it has its various restrictions. You will, of course, need to have a lot of patience, a lot of empathy, as well as assertiveness to answer customers and prospects diplomatically. Depending on the organization, you will also need to handle queries that are sent via social media. Most companies will offer their agents canned responses to popular questions, while others like Zappos give their employees a big goal. Zappos is known globally to go on above and beyond to deliver the very best customer service possible. Sites like Verifast offer a minimum of 10 hours a week uh, working, which is great for those who are looking for a part-time gig. The key thing to remember is the average income is around $23,000 a year, and I've left a link in the show notes if you'd like to brush up on your customer service agent skills. At number 21, we've got technical support agent. This role is very similar to customer service, except that the main focus will be to solve more technical problems. It is normally used by hardware and software companies to troubleshoot problems that customers face while using the product or service. In many cases, training is provided by the company, but an existing technical aptitude or computer degree is sometimes required to get started. You will notice that companies would have technical support at three different levels, namely level one, level two, and level three. The average income for the technical support agent is around $32,000 a year. I've left a link in the show notes where you can brush up on your skills to become a better technical support agent. Head on over to successonscrambled.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. At number 22, we've got a transcriptionist. The role of a transcriptionist is not really good for everyone. When I first started my podcast over two years ago, I decided to save money by transcribing the recording myself. (gasps) I can tell you that it is a very difficult task, at least for me. So I will not wish it on anyone else. It may seem easy at first, and you can become quite good at it over time, but it does take some skill to get it done. You can become a transcriptionist literally overnight by applying to the following companies. Rev.com, Speechpad, GMR Transcription, Accutran, Appen, TranscribeMe, and Tigerfish. I have seen that as a transcriptionist, you'll need to get specialist equipment to fast forward and rewind seamlessly. That particular equipment is called a transcriptionist foot pedal. As a transcriptionist, you can expect to earn $1,500 a month. And I've left a link in the show notes where you can find out more about how to become a transcriptionist. Voice acting is in at number 23. Do you remember your days in drama class? In my lifetime, I've participated in so many plays and skits that I must be able to become a voice actor by now. (laughs) As someone who records podcasts every single week, I can tell you for a fact that voice acting is not a walk in the park. However, it can become a whole lot of fun. The reason it can be difficult is that you may need to remain in character, as in in that particular character, for a pretty long period of time. Sure, recording a paragraph or two is easy, but what if you need to recall 5,000 words? I can tell you. The truth is, it's difficult. It is. It can be really good. at vo- You can become really good at voice acting if you really want it really bad enough. Here is a list of places where you can get paid as a voice actor. Are you ready? Pen and paper ready? Voices.com, 
voquent and that's v-o-q-u-e-n-t voice bunny voice one two three the voice realm voices uk voices us voices.co.uk and voices pro if you need help getting your voice in gear check out the lessons available from carrie olson i've left a link in the show notes and maybe you are not quite sure if voice acting is for you so grab this free voiceover mini course from julie ekanoff i've left the link again in the show notes on average you can expect to be paid three thousand dollars for per audiobook as a voice actor at number 24 we've got programming just the thought of becoming a coder may cause your eyes to glaze over, but hear me out. Here's the story of an 81-year-old woman who created her first iPhone app, 81 years old. She taught herself how to code as well. I've left a link in the show notes to that particular story. One may argue that she is tech-savvy, so it is easy for her. While that may be the case, that you can... But that may be... While that may be the case, remember that you can always hire someone to create useful mobile apps if you have an innovative idea. It is also about saving people time and money. On average, the income you can expect to make from programming is about $41,000 a year. Uh, that's being employed, but as a freelancer, you can expect to make much, much more. At number 25, we've got web developer. It is easy to get confused whenever you see the title because it sounds very similar to web design, but it isn't. To help you understand the difference between the two roles, this is how you can look at it. A web designer makes a website pretty, while a web developer adds a lot of back-end functionality to process the information. So for example, if you have a website and you need to have a portal so if you can log in to access information, then you'd also need a web developer. A web developer is essentially a programmer who specializes in code for the web. On average, your income is $51,000 a year. And I've left a link in the show notes if you want to brush up on your web development skills. Web UX is in at number 26. That's Web UX. A relatively new kid on the block is the role of user experience specialist affectionately known as UX. So what does that mean? Well, I guess the best way for me to explain this role to you is to give you a practical example. Have you ever purchased an item like a toaster, a TV, or even a microwave oven, but you could not figure out how to use it? You see, engineers are great at coming up with practical ways or ways to solve problems. However, what has been discovered in recent years is that the world needs people who are great at making things intuitive. The last thing you want to do when you buy an appliance device or visiting a website is the need to read a user manual or manual for you to get things started. This is where a user experience specialist comes in handy. It is their job to make it easy for consumers to start using things without having to read a 20-page manual. Do you have what it takes to become a web UX designer? The average income of a web UX is $80,000 a year. I've left a link in the show notes if you want to be to brush up on your web UX skills. Head on over to successunscrambled.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. Email marketing specialist is in at number 27. 
If you are a small business owner, then you know the importance of growing an email list. Well, if you didn't, you know now. <laughs> Having an email list brings added responsibilities in terms of maintenance, newsletters, as well as staying in touch with your audience. This is why small business, many small businesses owners are happy to outsource this task to someone who can grow their email list full-time. Many businesses will require someone to do the following tasks from time to time. Create weekly newsletters or monthly newsletters, improve opt-in click-through and open rates, design an irresistible offer, clean up an existing email list, group emails by defined segments, assess with product launches, move a list of subscribers to a new email service provider or ESP. Not everyone will have a passion for this kind of role, but if you do, it is something that you can add to your portfolio. On average, the income is around $37,000 a year. I've left the link in the show notes if you want to brush up on your email marketing skills. Web Analyst is in at number 28. The first thing that might pop into your head when you see Web Analyst role is data mining. To put it simply, this person is focused on collecting data from the web and analyzing it. It may sound boring to some people, but for others, it is the exciting world of collecting a ton of data and making sense of all those numbers. If you need an actual breakdown of exactly what is involved, then feel free to check out the link in the show notes. I've left a link there. On average, you can expect to make $76,000 a year as a web analyst, and I've left a link again in the show notes on courses that you can take to brush up your skills or as a web analyst. Bookkeeper is in at number 29. I believe this goes without explanation, but I don't want to leave anybody in the dark. A bookkeeper is responsible for helping a business or charity to keep track of their income, expenses, liabilities, and assets. It is a legal requirement to keep track of these activities in all countries across the globe. Each country may differ in the, the way things are kept up to date, but at the end of the year, a bookkeeper will hand over everything to the accountant. This is how most businesses determine if they have to pay tax and how much can be written off as business expenses. So, and as a bookkeeper, you can expect to make $29,000 a year. I've left a link in the show notes if you want to do a simple course on bookkeeping. At number 30, we've got user testing. Earlier on, I made reference to a person called a web user experience specialist or UX. After a web designer, web developer, and web UX complete their jobs on a website or web application, it eventually goes to a team of people called UAT, user acceptance testing or user testing. This is where a person gets to do user testing of the finished product. While this job does not sound like a lot of fun, and it isn't, for many people it is a necessary task that needs to happen before the site goes live. Can you imagine what the internet would be like without people who do user testing? I tell you, it would be full of bugs, glitches, and teething problems. Sites like User Feel pay, pay anyone who's interested in user testing $10 for 20 minutes of work. On average, the income you can expect to make as a user tester is $51,000 a year. And if you want to brush up on your skills in terms of what you need to do as a user tester, I've left a link in the show notes where you can learn 
go brush up on your skills for less than for a very small amount of money you can do a course on user user acceptance testing head on over to the show notes at successonscramble.com uh, work from home jobs for beginners inbox manager management is in at number 31 if there's one task that i will never do from home is managing someone else's inbox essentially it involves checking and replying to emails classifying them into specific folders marking some of them as urgent while assigning some to other people to manage. In many cases, there are canned responses that can be used for standard email email inquiries. There may be a need to manage customer service queries as well, depending on the organization. The question is, do you think managing someone else's email inbox is something that appeals to you? Pinterest account manager is in at number 32. Having a Pinterest business account can involve a lot of daily or weekly maintenance to keep a stream of visitors to your website. A Pinterest account manager can do the following for a business. Create 10 to 15 pins for blog posts, manually pin 15 to 20 times a day, optimize the Pinterest boards, tweak Pinterest profiles, schedule out pins using uh, Tailwind, create new boards, join group boards, and even do an entire cleanup of a Pinterest business account. As you can see or hear, managing a Pinterest business account can be a lot of fun since it is visual, a visual platform uh, compared to dealing with plain data. 33 comes in with the online tutor. The need to learn a second language or improve your skill in math or science during off-peak times created a demand for online tutoring services. Becoming an online tutor can be as easy can be an easy process depending on your native language. Other factors to consider include your qualifications like a degree or specialist certificate like the teaching English as a foreign language or the TEFL. If you are a natural born teacher, then you may want to consider becoming an online tutor. In this resource, you will learn about 11 places that can teach you or show you where you can become or teach as a side hustle. I've left the link in the show notes. At number 34, we've got WordPress management. Uh, do you remember the first time that you encountered a problem with your website? That is, of course, if you have one. You wish that there was someone available to wave a magic wand and fix all of those problems. Well, for people using WordPress as a self-hosted platform, there's someone called a WordPress manager who does this 364 days a year, sometimes 365. They are generally gifted with a knowledge of PHP as well as CSS, and after a hop, skip, and a jump, they can resolve all your issues just like that. If this is something that you are passionate about, why not add it to your portfolio? At number 35, we've got brand designer. Every business needs to create a brand, and contrary to popular belief, it is more than just a logo and a name. In fact, there is a lot of psychology, sentiment, and research that goes into creating a brand. A part of that process is creating a brand board for that business. One thing I really like about branding is understanding the audience and their needs. So that a business can use its brand message to address these needs effectively. Do you see yourself as a brand designer? Number 36 brings us in with an online coach. 
By now, everyone should really understand the importance of a coach to improve a business or a life. The services of a coach can be offered online as there is no real need to meet in person. In case you never heard of, a, of coaching, then it simply means giving someone or a company the support they need to get to the next level. Many of us struggle with psychological barriers or lack of direction in terms of what to do next to gain success or overcome obstacles. A coach can help you do both and it does involve a lot of internal work as in internally, emotionally, um, psychologically internal, internal to you, the human being. Not health-wise, but emotional-wise and mentally. At number 37, we've got Instagram Manager. Every business wants to gain success in terms of followers, engagement on Instagram, but the algorithm keeps changing. Keeping up with all these changes and knowing what to post daily can be a headache for a lot of people. This is where an Instagram manager comes in handy for any business, any small business, looking to increase their reach on the platform. The duties of an Instagram manager include coordinating feeds, reaching out to influencers, sourcing images, engaging with followers, creating captions, knowing which hashtags to use when, campaign management, growing the total followers each month. If this sounds like something you enjoy, then please go for it. Influencer is in at number 38. I can see many people rolling their eyes at this option. Over the last five to seven years, the term influencer has conjured up so many negative circumstances across the globe. Truth be told, we are all influencers in our own right, simply because we have influence over other people in different spheres. You have the choice to become an influencer that leaves a positive impact on people. All you need to get started is a following on social media platforms like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Start receiving offers from brands after joining the platform called the Social Blue Book. I've left a link in the show notes so you can access that there. Head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. CRM manager is in at number 39. Every business needs a bucket of leads or prospects to generate income in order to survive. It is common practice for these businesses to use a piece of software called a customer relationship management application or CRM to organize contacts. In an effort not to confuse you, it is normal to use the words leads, contacts and prospects interchangeably. The beauty of a CRM system is that it allows a, a business to comfortably manage thousands of leads by status. Depending on the organization, leads are taken through different phases so that a business can effectively forecast revenue with an error margin of probably less than 2%. In other words, a business needs a CRM to accurately forecast income by day, by week, month and quarter and even by year so that they can manage budgets. To give you a flavor of what that looks like in real terms, a lead can go through these stages. Start off as a lead, it can be converted into an opportunity, then we go through the qualification process, then they might have a technical qualification where some technical person comes in and just does another qualification to make sure the product is a good fit, then they get a signed budget, then procurement, then contract, and then close one. You can head over to the show notes to see this process in more detail. 
So as you can see here, the goal is to have defined stages where actions to increase the chances of a win for the business. It is the job of a CRM manager to set up and maintain a system that is acceptable and reliable for the organization for forecasting, reporting, and reporting purposes. A launch strategist is in at number 40. Just when you thought you have seen and heard about all the possible work from home jobs for beginners, a weird one services. So what or who is a launch strategist anyway? Well, this person is responsible for planning, execution, and running of a product launch. This is not a job to be taken lightly because there is so much at stake. On average, any pre-launch starts three months before the cart opens, and there are a series of posts, webinars, emails, and landing pages involved in the process. The different roles involved in a launch include a copywriter, a funnel hacker or funnel builder, a Facebook ads manager, a graphic designer, email marketer, and a web developer. Therefore, a launch strategist needs to collaborate with all of these people to get things up and running um, successfully for a big launch. A workflow strategist. Every business has systems in place that they follow in order for things to run smoothly. And this is number 41. These systems are known as Standard Operating Procedures or SOPs. Have you ever wondered how these systems came into fruition or who put them in place? Well, some people refer to these people as just operations, which is very generic, but I prefer to label them as workflow strategists or logistics strategists. They normally ensure that the customer have the best experience, that all the documentation is legally binding, and that the payment systems actually work. If you have a passion for organization and productivity, then this might just be the job for you to do. At number 42, we've got the online speaker. Do you like to inspire and motivate an audience? Have you ever considered becoming a speaker? With all, with all these online summit, summits popping up all over the world, together with countless webinars, there is a constant need for speakers. Everyone is being urged to be environmentally friendly, reduce their carbon footprint, and think before they travel. Maybe you are like me and you enjoy speaking to crowds, but you feel that you have nothing amazing to say. It could be that you are looking for speaking gigs as a motivational speaker, but you cannot seem to find webinars that match your needs. One of the best places to find speaking gigs is on Facebook groups. Almost every day I see group owners looking for people to present to their audience. The two popular Facebook groups for women to find speaking gigs are Boss Moms and Women Helping Women Entrepreneurs. At number 43, we've got the course creator. Another work from home job for beginners is creating courses. If you are someone who has created curricula offline for educational institutions, then doing it online is a breeze. The good thing about being a course creator is that you can help other entrepreneurs create courses. Carefully consider your area of expertise and think of an area where you can specialize to help entrepreneurs. Remember that you can also create your own courses and enlist the help of a launch strategist to help you execute a six-figure product launch. Do you think you can be an online course creator? Blog Flipper is in at number 44. The ability to create blogs across several different niches and generate the traffic to, be, to them can help you make money online. 
Whether you are good at creating websites from scratch on WordPress or Squarespace, it will make sense to use this ability to generate an income. It will take anywhere from three to six months to get your blog to a sellable, as a sellable asset, so it is something to take into consideration. In case you have no idea what I'm talking about, flipping a blog is more or less the same as flipping houses. A key differentiator is that most blogs will be created from scratch. You may have questions around how to get started with blog flipping or even the best way to generate traffic to these new blogs. The good news is I can recommend a great course or great resource. I've left a link in the show notes. You need to head over to successonscrambled.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. Online researcher is in at number 45. So what on earth is an online researcher and why does the world need one? Well, here are some interesting statistics. Did you know that there are over 474,000 tweets posted every minute in 2019 and 300 hours of videos uploaded to YouTube every minute? Over 3.5 billion searches are conducted on Google every minute and 293 billion emails are sent, were sent every day in the year 2019. Imagine looking for information to create a resource for your business and having to go through all of that content to find it. How long do you think it will take you? So the role of an online researcher is to save a business time and money by finding and collating statistics and sources of data. Their goal is to arrange that data in a, into a format that makes business sense. In case you're wondering what is the difference between a web analyst and an online researcher, it is quite clear. An online researcher mainly collates a lot of third-party data or third-party content, whereas a web analyst is mainly focused on data that is generated from their own company and collating that together for internal intelligence. At number 46, we've got the SEO manager. It is important for any business to drive traffic to their website or business using various sources. One of the most important sources of website traffic uh, is organic traffic from search engines like Google. This can be achieved via search engine optimization. It is a skill that does not require formal education, but it can be technical. I absolutely enjoy doing SEO for clients, so I would recommend it for anyone who has a passion for this kind of work. If you would like to see if this is a good fit for you, then grab the free trial of the SEO course here. I've left a link in the show notes. Head on over to successonscramble.com forward slash work from home jobs for beginners. To, f- to get a feel of what is involved, you can check out my free SEO checklist. I've left a link as well in the show notes. Resume writer is in at number 47. Are you a former hiring manager or recruiter looking to work from home? Ever thought about tweaking or rewriting resumes? The world as we know it is changing so fast that there is a constant need to update your resume. Depending on your age or the age of your potential clients, they may feel out of touch with modern hiring practices. As a resume writer, you have the potential to look at a resume and compare it with potential jobs. Your potential clients need your help to get their foot in the door of their dream company or dream job. Do you have what it takes to be a resume hero? Podcast editing is in at number 48. Yes. Nearly everyone you know wants to start a podcast in the near future. What many of those people don't know is that it can take a lot of patience and time to edit a podcast. 
my personal preference is to do the recording near perfectly so that I have fewer edits to do during post-production. This is where a podcast editor can come in handy to help any small business get the most out of their recording. If you have the ability to make an audio recording sound amazing, then it is definitely something that you can add to your portfolio. At number 49, we've got Affiliate Marketer. Do you have a website with a lot of traffic? If yes, maybe it is time for you to consider affiliate marketing. The most important asset to affiliate marketers is getting eyeballs on on their offers. Of course, these offers need to be relevant to your audience in order to get a, a great return on your investment of time. So having either an email list or consistent traffic on are the eyeballs that you need to view the offers. There are two kinds of offers that super affiliates like to share with their audience. These include high-paying affiliate offers or the kind of offers or affiliate offers that pay out a recurring affiliate commission. Do you need help with learning the ropes around affiliate marketing? If yes, then I've left a link in the show notes. You can grab the awesome resource for beginners to learn affiliate marketing here. So the world as we know it is changing and we either need to adapt or die. Work from home jobs are available to help all kinds of businesses all over the globe. What is needed is a change of mindset as opposed to widespread panic. Whose responsibility is it to ensure that any given business should have a large number of employees or contract workers working remotely? Should we depend on or encourage governments to offer incentives to businesses to offer work from home jobs? Do share your thoughts on work from work from home jobs beginners coupled with the current economic climate in the comments. Remember, whatever you do, subscribe to the Success Unscramble podcast where you will be the first to hear about what's happening in the entrepreneurial and digital marketing world. Your positive review of this podcast is vital keeping it alive and running for the next 12 to 24 months. So please leave a positive review for us on iTunes, Spotify, or any of your favorite podcast players. Are you looking for ways to start a business from home with low investment? Then grab these 25 ways to start a business before the weekend or over a short weekend. If you are just at the start of your journey where you are wondering what is possible for you in the future, then take a look at the seven books for entrepreneurs. I've left the link again in the show notes. If you want to increase your web traffic organically, check out the, the secret SEO hack that I use uh, that has been used to increase web traffic by 33%. I am continuing to help ethical female entrepreneurs become more visible online. They can do this using proven organic marketing strategies here at Suck that we that we share at Success Unscrambled. That's it for today. Until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.